0: Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Muslim Moms Podcast with Nabiha and Warda. We're two sisters with almost 10 kids between us, sharing our experiences about motherhood, relationships, and striving to build happy Muslim families. Let's get cracking. Today's question is Do you go all
1: out for your kids' birthdays? So, my answer is yes. By conventional standards, I would say yes. Although I would caveat it by saying it's not always very consistent. So we can kind of discuss further. But I do have, I've tried a lot of scenarios. I'm all about trying different things. Yes. So I've done a lot of scenarios. But I would say overall, it's hard to say no. Yeah, I do. (laughs) How about you?
0: Well, you know me. I'm always down for a good time. I like to celebrate any chance I get, whether it's big or small. Event planning you're, you're like, you love event planning. I do. I've, I've done many birthdays, weddings, parties, you name it. We've done it. So I feel like it's something
1: that excites me and I'm really passionate about. See, I I actually really strongly dislike event planning. It's one of the things that I can't stand, to be honest. Like, I don't like it at all. I think that's you're a big picture planner. It's not that you don't like.
0: I think you're more of a big picture. You're not necessarily engrossed in all the minute details, which I love the
1: details. Yeah, And for me, like the big picture of a party is like what you get out of it. Like mm-hmm. the moments together, times to together, but like coordinating all those little nitty gritty details. It's not that I can't do it because I'm a con and we all know <laughs> our family is like, <laughs> yeah, gonna, we've, 101. we've like been kind of trained in that That's area. our jam. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, you know, liking it is a different story. Yeah, not to say that you're not good at it, because I went to a party of yours recently, and (laughs) we just celebrated. It was amazing. This is birthday season for our family, so we're in the thick of it, which is great, because I have uh, a lot of fresh information about what we did this year and what we're going to be doing. But um, before we even go any further... I know birthdays can sometimes be a little bit of a touchy subject for some people because maybe they have any kind of issue with discussing the rulings surrounding birthdays. So just to put it out there, um, Yasir Qadi has a video on YouTube that you can just search Yasir Qadi birthday. And in six minutes, he'll explain to you one of the opinions on birthdays that kind of allow, you know, different viewpoints if you are among those people who are looking for some more information about the permissibility of birthdays. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Very important. Cause for there ours, is a lot families, of difference. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of difference of opinion in it. So it's, it sometimes can be a taboo topic. We are taking the approach that we do celebrate the birthdays and special occasions, that sort of thing. Okay. So with that being said, <laughs> what do you got for me? <laughs> All right. So I, really believe that every party and i got this from a mother's blog and she recommends that every party should have the three f's now that Ooh, is you, you really got some stuff okay <laughs> it's very simple i'm gonna food, take notes here <laughs> fun and frosting those are the nice. three things you gotta have something to eat you gotta have some activity or something fun for the kids and then you have to have something sweet whether it be absolutely cupcakes you know donuts whatever it is some kind of frosting the three f's if you got that in your party And also I would add just to that note, flow, because Mm -hmm. having that experience of the party, making it flow and and really making the important beautiful, it leaves the participants of the party going home and just really like savoring, wow, that was just an enjoyable experience for them and their kids.
1: Yes. And I think that's something that a lot of people who are not interested or have never thought deeply about event planning that you have to consider your guests experience. You know, we're not talking too much about event planning, but that does come with planning a really effective birthday party. A lot of people think about all the little background stuff and they don't ever consider like the people attending what their experience will be like throughout the course of the event. And then it ends up kind of flopping sometimes.
0: Yeah. And and I was calculating based on uh, my little ones and how many birthdays that we've celebrated. Oh my goodness. And it's been over the years 33 birthdays Allah, that I've mashallah. celebrated. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. It's been a lot a, a lot. ride. That is a and- lot.
1: I think you get your award for your thousand (laughs) hours, ten thousand hours, or whatever it is.
0: So, but not all of them. We have parties. Um, A majority of them. I mean, I can count on on you know my hand how many we've done parties. Because okay, Okay, no, like breakfast
1: is a party at your house. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, when I say party, I am referring to an outside an event in which you have outside guests coming in that is not within your immediate family. So I don't consider like my dad coming over or my mom coming over that. But if I have you over or I have my brother over, or I have any extended family or friends, that's a party. It's right. more considered a more bigger event. And I've done parties where it's been just my kids and I and my husband. Mm-hmm. And I've also done parties where it's been 100 people at my house and celebrated right. and enjoyed the the fun things that have happened with that. So for me, party is, it can be interpreted. But when I'm talking specifically in throwing a party, I'm referring to this,
1: uh, inviting outside people. Gotcha. Okay. So a big factor for us with party planning is, and I think uh, it may not be the case for all part, all people, but we have a very big family. So we yeah. have uh, relatively big. We have about 12 cousins or so, um, yeah. um, like 10 to 12. And depending on, you know, we're all in different locations. So just having immediate family on one side and the other side, 30 people is very easy to just be pulled together for our just immediate family. So for me, actually, my children have not yet had a party that has been with friends. Mm. outside friends. yeah. Every party so far now, my son's four, he's going to be five. Perhaps his fifth birthday coming up might be the first time, but with COVID, it's probably not likely. But every party so far in the younger years is mostly like aunts, uncles, grandparents. And um, I've tried different style of parties. One of the parties I've done is a combined party with my two sons because they're both a month apart in their birthday, so I had my my youngest's uh, akika celebration mm-hmm. along with my my son's second birthday, and that was like a Mario Brothers party theme, and um, that, it was that really was cool, a really fun. Yeah, that was a fun event. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that because it allows for you know, especially when they're young, they're not going to know the difference, but it allows for family to kind of be able to come together for this big event um, that's a little bit more special than just yeah. single parties.
0: Uh, akika in general, it's something that we should all make special. whether yes. Whatever you determine special is, but really take a second to commemorate it in some way or another, because this is something that is recommended in our religion, and it's something that we should all participate in, and make sure that you take that time. And I think a lot of times, especially first birthdays, they're more about the parents than they are for the kids, yes. because the child is not going to remember. No. I mean, unless you show them the pictures and videos. So First birthdays especially has been a big thing with all my kids. I've always tried to have some sort of party or celebration for them because it's just you want to throw something after having an entire year of what it entails being a mom, especially for the first time when you have a kid. So, having a party is it's more for you. You want to be able to embrace that role that you've taken on and that you've survived, you know, that first no, year. That
1: is so funny because I literally have that on my notes here that I celebrate hard on first birthdays because it's such a milestone for mom. Yeah. It is like, I don't know what about it, but I feel like first birthdays should be celebrated because it's such like a accomplishment that what, um, of course, both parents, um, but especially for the mothers, what they've gone through from being pregnant a year ago and how much your life changes in that first year is remarkable. And even, you know, when we say celebrate, whatever that means to you, but I don't think that it should be another day. Like you should sit back and reflect and thank Allah and provide sweets for the family and enjoy that baby that's now can be transitioning into this new phase of life. Exactly. It's,
0: it's something to really embrace first birthdays. And but any age, you can really make it something special, whether it be, like we said, a party. It just depends on how you look at it. So in the past, some things that we've done uh, within our family dynamic is we always have as soon as the child wakes up, there's some sort of decorations or balloons, something around their room, right in the hallways to get them excited. Because I remember growing up very vividly. As soon as I opened my eyes on my birthday, there was a card on my dresser that my mom would write, our mom, she would write it and have it there. And it would be basically like a reflection letter sort of thing of what I've gone through during that year and the changes and how I've grown and just really beautiful words of wisdom and and honesty and truth to her. And just her taking that time to say, you're my daughter, you're, you're going into a new age, whatever that was. So those cards were meaningful to me. So I want my kids to have something to that effect. So we wake up, we have those decorations ready to go. And depending on what day it is, because sometimes their birthday is not the day that we have, say, a right. gathering, it, we will do a fun breakfast for them. And not long ago, when it was, we celebrated actually during this pandemic four birthdays of my kids. Wow, so we've done it so differently loved. each time. And my daughter and my son was in April, a week apart. So we had a, and I was planning, this is her first big birthday, she's three years old, where I, was planning on having an actual unicorn theme party and we had everything ready to go. So what we did was we did a zoom call amongst all the family and it was just something very special for her. 15 minutes, everybody got to see her with her frosting and her gifts and give her some well wishes. But it was something that I realized, wow, you don't need a lot to be able to have these really special time with, with your family. You can take a breath and just, it doesn't have to be all the fuss and money spent a lot of money spent to be able to enjoy it
1: right I know some people they just go to town with the decor and the budget because interest will (laughs) tell you that this interest
0: worthy which is not necessarily a bad thing but it just depends on how you look
1: at it and how you take it in you can go really you can get carried away trust yes. me it's
0: it's happened to me but much i feel more, like but. that
1: carried away thing it's not sustainable to no. be honest it's no. really not i mean if you're 33
0: <laughs> birthdays i've sell- I mean imagine <laughs> if i Pinterest worthy everything some birthdays are
1: literally a balloon and a cake and call it a day <laughs> And it gets very easy to push your budget to hundreds and hundreds. If you get on Etsy, get on Pinterest, like yeah. forget it, you get you get carried away. And it's so funny because when you start searching like the mom blogs out there and you're looking for tips and tricks about how to throw an easy birthday. It's never it's, easy. Those things fool you. <laughs> well, the do. first two links, I, I looked at two articles that were literally back to back on the top rating and they have the complete opposite advice. One of them said the number one tip to having a stress free birthday is don't have it at your house. Oh, that's and, good. And this person was having a birthday for a kid that was a little bit older. So they went to like a gymnastics center and they did okay. their thing. And then the literally the next article was the number one tip is to have it at your house. Really? (laughs) You will (laughs) have all the time to prepare. Your kids are comfortable in their playroom or in their bedrooms and you could take your time and ease into it. There's so many different approaches. Imagine that. I I was like, there is no, it's it's very unique. If you have an amazing home, do it at your home. If your kids are cool and comfortable and that's your dynamic. But if you also want to do it out, do it out. So I'm all about trying different things. Kids are different. Yeah, Day they want numbers are different.
0: Yeah, they want different things. And it's important to consult your kid if they're of of age where they can tell you, oh, I want Spider-Man or I want whatever it may be for that particular kid. Some kids, they don't actually want anything. I know for my last son's birthday in December, he wanted, he, we were going to take him on a trip and we took him to see snow. And that was his yes. birthday. Like he got to go tubing and he enjoyed it. And that
1: was the That's extent the of the birthday, birthday, which I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, but I, it wasn't a party in that sense. Right, it right. wasn't a big extravagant it thing. It was unique to his. And, and so that I think is good to have the birthday traditions, which you kind of alluded to with the the decor and waking up in the morning because no matter what kind of celebration there's these pillars that kids could look back at and honestly that's what they're going to remember you remember umi's um cards yes and i remember my mom's cards like till i'm an adult i remember getting it in the mail consistently Uh, my mom all it says to me is like i'm really loved you know and that's the message i think birthdays gives you a chance to just give that child that extra attention to say we care about you we love you and so those birthday traditions like what you mentioned i think that is really important to follow through with a few things that is unique to your family like one of the things my family does consistently is we always have a slideshow yes my husband is a wonderful, wonderful slide at show. keeping track of all his pictures and we watch that kid and celebrate them on their slideshow i'm all i'm also big on writing letters i missed a few here and there but overall i write a letter to my children every year kind of recapping what it was like being their mom for the past year and some things that they did and where they traveled and that kind of stuff. And that's um, so
0: beautiful. That's like a love letter to your child. It's right. It's really unique and special.
1: Especially if it was a, a special year. You know, some years are yeah. more eventful than other years. 10th birthday, a fifth birthday, something significant where it's milestone birthdays. And then another one we started doing was the birthday bear. But uh, that's not very sustainable. <laughs> I was like to <laughs> five year old. I don't know how many more fluffy bears we can have. And how many like, bears perhaps. will you have in your I house. think we're gonna stop at five and then okay. trans- translate that to another tradition. But yeah. yeah. So let's talk a
0: little bit about how we do it. How do you come up with birthdays? Like I mentioned uh, you know, previously, I have a lot of little bodies that have these birthdays mm-hmm. and they are excited. All my kiddos get very excited about birthdays. So one of the things that I have always tried to maintain is, is sort of items on hand that I can throw a party at any minute. So basically, I'm always party ready. So I always <laughs> keep on hand balloons. I have some sort of balloons All colors. I have streamers. Streamers can make a big impact depending on how you use them. And then tablecloths. I have a few tablecloths that they're different colors and we reuse them. And then I during the summer, we purchased um, an investment of having reusable dishes. So we have a stack of these. They're shark plates. That's
1: awesome. I love that.
0: The kids love them because any, whenever those shark plates come out, they're like, Oh, party. It's time to go. (laughs) They get it. it, That it's exciting because I've seen how much waste it's been. It's just, you take a piece of uh, a plate for a piece of cake and then you have another one and the napkins and all the stuff. So we've transitioned slowly in getting these cups that can be reusable. The plates can be reusable and trying to make it a little bit more sustainable for us because like I mentioned, we have these things regularly. So I, and, and then of course, I have some neutral decor, but not to say that when the kids like say we're having a special, like my daughter was mentioning unicorn theme, we've bought a few unicorn items here and there, but we didn't have to go out and get the major, the bulk of the decorations are things that we have had throughout our family. We've collected and reused. So once you put up your streamers, your balloons, you can add in your unicorn pack that you've gotten or your flowers. What, what little things that really take up your party a notch and don't cost a lot of money on your budget.
1: I think being uh, a good planner and planning in advance does help a lot. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be months and months, you know, just a little bit of early prep, one less thing to do. And that's something I actually struggled with initially, because I'm always thinking, I don't want to be in birthday mode for a month. So let me not start planning and thinking about it till like a couple weeks before. And I realize every single time I end up stressing myself out closer to it and i'm like you know this time i want to make sure i'm a little earlier and i'm not putting myself yeah because things go wrong things are sold out this last birthday i tried my best but i did not have a balloon pump (laughs) a balloon pump is critical i think a balloon pump if you can invest in it and it's not that expensive but if you can invest it saves you so
0: much time
1: well i don't know who's having parties in this pandemic but three stores (laughs) were out of stock really Yes. Everybody is.
0: Everybody's celebrating at home with their people at their House. And
1: Amazon was not enough time. So ended up uh, working out in the end, however, but it was a lot of grief. So that little bit of early prep for those type of things and even just owning some of those things, like you mentioned, the plates yeah. and the balloons already having everything on hand helps a lot.
0: Well, even and and when we we're talking about planning in general, I think. We mentioned a little bit about considering your guests, but what I like to do with any event, especially parties, is really think through all the details. I'm a detailed uh, person. I like to know about what's happening. So I think through from the beginning of the event to the end, do a mental walkthrough. So, for example, my guests come to my house. They have to take off their shoes. Why not have a shoe rack outside available for them to put it on so when the next guests come, they're not tripping over those little (laughs) sandals that you have out there. As soon as you walk in, you tend to have a gift. Why not have your gift table right there? Drop your gift down. And then, of course, they're going to want some kind of snacks or appetizers. Have it available right, <laughs> ready to go. I also put out a table of some sort or an area designated for those giant baby bags, those purses, those things that kids come with, the giant backpacks and sacks mm-hmm. and all of the things that's included. So cater for your guests in that manner. Years ago, my son, he was uh, we had an Eid party. And it was also his birthday on the side, too. So it was a lot of water toys and um, slide things. And, and so that all the kids that came had to take a shower. Mm. So I had, I was like, okay, I know they're going to have to take a shower. Not many people walk with a bag to be able to put their wet clothes in. So what did I do? I put it in the bathroom, a stack of bags. So as soon as you finished showering your kids, you're like, oh, where, where do I put this wet clothes? I'm going to drag it all over the house. No, it was right there, ready to go you got to think about your guests and what they need. Put up signs in your house. Where's the bathroom? What is this food? Does it have any things that I may be allergic or my kid may be allergic to? Label things. And all of this is, again, is pre-planning, having it set up the day before. And if you're having it at a different location, you can still pre-plan and have all that ready to go for when you arrive.
1: Yeah. I think that those little details do present a really thoughtful event and it allows for the host to enjoy the party, yeah. you know, yeah. and actually be present at the
0: party. I think that's one worried. of the main reasons people don't have celebrations or parties, big things, because it's a lot of work yeah. and, and it you don't tend to enjoy it as much as the other people. So you get very stressed out. So by putting little things at hand, you know, having the goodie bags by the door so that kids can take it on their way out makes leaves very little room for the guest to come and find you for, oh, I need a spoon. Oh, I need a bag, whatever it may be. You free yourself up to sit with your kids and enjoy and take in the moments that are so special for that child. You want to be the person who is actively engaging with them and Really taking stock of what that year has been and, and joining your party. A great tip that I've used many times is to have someone outside of your immediate family to be in charge of pictures and video. Because if you're someone who sometimes it gets away from us, I, I can testify to that, and you don't really, you've had an entire party, everyone's left, and you're just like exhausted on the couch. You're like, wow, what happened? I yeah. would like some
1: kind of memory of it. Exactly. All yeah. that effort, and you have nothing to show for it. You have it in no terms picture of- <laughs> to
0: show your kid who may not remember. So it's good to have someone outside of your immediate family or even just have someone designate a sign for this task because it's really important. I know weddings especially, they pay thousands of dollars to get yeah. that, and it's all about the photos. So make sure you translate that to your own parties and celebrations within your house.
1: And something that I noticed you did this year, and we also did it with Ilias, my my three-year-old, was take a picture of the child that's outside the party that you can use. Like so I remember for your daughter, she did her unicorn party with her balloon arch and she had a beautiful, adorable picture that was pre-taken, I believe you told me. That was
0: taken three weeks before because we had did our mom's 60th birthday and I did not want this huge arch that my sister-in-law so beautifully made. I didn't want it to go to waste. So I just said, okay, let's take your pictures. We dressed her up and she was like, what's happening? Okay. It was great because you were
1: able to have a beautiful picture that's close to, you know, it's close to her birthday to send out and to share that didn't have to be stressful on the day. And the same thing with Elias, we did it after the party with his shirt all, you know, proper and everything. So it helps to kind of think about those things ahead of time. But yeah, getting a photographer to capture those moments will be So beautiful to look back at because you do kind of miss the party when you're, you don't have time to take pictures. You honestly don't
0: don't. need much. Everybody's cell phone is a a camera. So it's not something extra that takes a
1: lot of effort. What about gifts? Do you have any Ooh. philosophies or rules on gifts? Because gifts for me is like a hit or miss. Like we love getting new things and kind of spicing up our toy bin, but I'm also, you know, a minimalist at heart. And yeah. so I, I don't like getting clutter and, and dealing with all of that. So um, what what kind of ideas do you have in that? Well,
0: generally it depends on how your flow is and your timetable of how your party is managed. So a lot of times I would leave out gift giving in front of everyone. I rather do that with just the kids and my husband, like make it a more of a private matter. And the main reason for that is because when my kids open all the gifts, I don't necessarily give them all the gifts on that day. Yes. They they get all the gifts. Like you give my kid a gift, he will receive it. (laughs) That's not a problem. You don't have to worry about that. But what I mean is so we open up the gift, the first gift, we open up the second, it may be five gifts they've received. We want them to celebrate and enjoy that and appreciate that so they, they get it on that day. Maybe the next day they'll get something else they get to open up. Maybe in a week we, we say, let's, let's do this project, this activity that your aunt gave you and kind of space it out so that yeah. the kid can really appreciate the item that was given to them and they're not so overwhelmed by 16 different things that, you know, all making noise and uh, too exciting it can be overwhelming. So, and, and gift giving can get out of hand too. So yes. I've seen many beautiful techniques that people have employed. Uh, somebody I read, they actually had all of the gifts that people were going to give to their kid. They said, why don't we donate it to a school instead? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a nice, useful thing. Another um, post that I read said about having $5 for each kid, like just give them $5, which Nowadays, that seems so like five bucks. But if you have a lot of kids, it might be something that could be practical. And you put that money towards buying something that the kid can benefit from, that's something they want. So I remember my son Yusuf, his sixth birthday, which was the last year, the last party I ever threw for him. I had asked, actually, it was his fifth, sorry, his fifth birthday. We had, I remember you, my dad, and we all combined, my brother, and got him this beautiful cars table. And it, had, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was a little pricier, but it was something that he treasured. So actually taking, asking someone if you're close enough to them, sometimes that's not practical and sometimes it can be of come off as rude. Awkward, if you ask. Yeah. yeah. You have to know the person and be kind of close with them to be able to do that, but it can benefit your child in getting that huge Lego set or that beautiful table that they may have wanted.
1: Yeah. I think like you said, rightly said that it can get out of hand and it is good to, to just consider what you feel about gift giving as like your personal philosophy and adapt it because on our family i've noticed i did try um once to do like suggestion of gifts by virtue of amazon i actually like that
0: i i had liked that idea as a a
1: busy mom it's very helpful to just pick from a list but one thing i noticed is that like our family's really good at gift giving like like they're very good at giving age appropriate gifts. And I think part of that is that we've kind of know each other really well. Yeah. So we are able to choose gifts. So when you have guests that know your child, know your child's interest, knows the like setup of your home, it's, You're you're probably going to get a gift that is really special and and works for you. But if you're having a huge gathering with like a lot of people, they might not know as well. That's where a registry might be helpful,
0: too, as well. You know, people might be able to put out gifts. You don't get duplicates of things or items that you may not necessarily use or it might not be age appropriate, depending. So having that, that's an option as well.
1: Yeah. And I do think like it is becoming, it has become like the gift giving has become almost a hindrance for people feeling this huge expectation for gifts. Like it doesn't always, I love the idea of like donating to a cause or, you know, allowing, using it as an opportunity to foster gratitude. Why not? You know? Um, And and experiences are really good.
0: Giving experiences with kids, even though it might not be the typical gift, but saying, okay, let's, gather everyone and we're going to go do, um, I, uh, my, I think you had received this. It was the marshmallow fluff and the, uh, rice crispy treats. Yes. And that was just yeah. like a gift package together beautifully. Yeah. An activity sort of thing, bake cookies together, something that you can put together really Quickly, and it's inexpensive, but it's an experience that the kids are like, Whoa, we
1: get to do this! They enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. So, for siblings, this was the first year that my oldest child was big enough to start having those really big feelings of jealousy or not quite sure, like, Why is all the attention on my little brother? You (laughs) know, that kind of thing. It was so interesting to see like how he's processing, um, not being in the center of attention and that kind of thing. And we had lots of conversations about it, but um, it's something that I think would have been really easy to just ignore if you're in the heat of party planning. Yeah. So with you, with so many kids, I'm sure they got, they know the drill by now, but have you experienced those type of, um? oh, it happens every birthday, no matter the age <laughs> of the kid, they feel that little bit of jealousy or like,
0: why is all the attention on that child and not on me? But what we've done is try to really involve the other children in the celebration for this child. So by including them, like you're in charge of This decoration. You're going to be in charge of helping me wrap the gift for them. You know, making each kid have their own special contribution to the party and the experience in in total, it helps them to get over those feelings a little bit easier or maybe explain it when they're very young. I know that can be hard. I remember my dad, he had wanted to give each one of my kids a gift for whoever's birthday it was. (laughs) Not sustainable, not sustainable at all. It's like, come on, not going to work. And And I didn't like that. You're losing out on that beautiful teaching opportunity of of growth. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. So I told him, look, this got to stop. Don't, (laughs) don't, don't do that just for the kid, whoever uh, birthday it was. So uh, you have to really actively be working on it and talk to your kids before, make sure that they understand. And if they're very little, maybe you can Try to say okay, like how you mentioned. I remember you told me this that you told um, Jaber that sometimes Big Brothers get gifts too, mm-hmm. and he was so excited <laughs> about that because he did end up getting a gift. Yeah. But it was something that he was like, "Oh, really?" Like he didn't mm-hmm. realize it, you know, to make him understand a little bit easier, make it better.
1: Yeah, and like you said, grandparents they they'll just like g- they go to town. Your kids. Yeah. Yep. You gotta reel that in sometimes which is a beautiful thing. But you just got to be a little more careful with that. So um, kids in general, I think they tend to they want the little
0: stuff like my son for his first birthday. I remember we bought him this beautiful set of, of um, cubes, box cubes, things that he can climb on. The child only played with the box. He <laughs> did not climb on the cubes. I was like, you know what, we are returning this because all he wanted was a box. I could have saved myself the money, the time, the work, just give him a box. And he was happy. Yeah. So kids don't need a lot to be happy. No. We have to remember that. And sometimes it can get a little out of hand, but you, you, it depends on what your goal is, whatever you're Absolutely. intending for that time. Yeah. So.
1: And, and also like, I, I think it is important in this episode to know about, like you mentioned, just not becoming excessive and also not becoming wasteful. Yes. Because, you know, we, we learn in the Quran, it says to like walk gently on the earth, like Be cautious of the impact that you're leaving. And with birthdays and parties, people just become wasteful. And um, even with the invitations, like always virtual, like there's no need anymore to do this mail out invite and all that. Like, just be conscious. Just be a little more careful. Like you do have an impact. Like you said, 33 birthdays. (laughs) It adds (laughs) up. (laughs) Yep. It truly does. Even with like water bottles and stuff, like make it easy for yourself, but also just be a little more cautious with it. Well, this was a great
0: discussion. I mean, I, I love this topic, so I can go on and on. But why don't we try to wrap up and say what's
1: next? So what would you suggest for that? Um, I would like to invite everyone to just create some birthday traditions. We talked about it in the podcast, some ideas, but something that is personalized to your family. So your family may not be into a birthday cake Maybe you guys are all about ice cream Sundays, I don't know, but um the birthday letters was one that I had mentioned doing measurements of your child or a slideshow or a special dessert or something that you can keep up with consistently and annually, I think will really build that bond, that familiar bond um, that you can your kids can hold on to as they grow, yeah, that's How about a, that's, you. that's a great uh, what's next? I would suggest because. Oftentimes when you
0: buy these party decorations, sometimes it comes in packs and things you have the leftovers of it. Like when you take everything down, you have all these, for example, pirate decorations. We had a pirate party. What do you do with them? Mm -hmm. So instead of throwing them out and you know, you're not going to have another pirate party for your child. They've gone through that stage. So what I have done is reuse these decorations in a different way. So we will have, say all of our kids, there's no birthdays in the month of, uh, May for us. There's no there's for our family. There's nobody in May. We'll say, okay, it's the ending toward the end of school year coming up. Why don't we have a party for pirates? It's a pirate day. And we'll just bring out all these decorations, reuse them, the cupcake wrappers, all these things and enjoy that. So think about your party decorations in a new way and try to recycle it or change it up in a way to make it a new memory for yourself and your kids. And then I would also suggest uh, the book by the Heath brothers. It's called the power of moments. And it really delves into this idea of what it takes to create the moments, because as your children look back on their childhood, the birthdays, the celebrations, these are the things they're going to remember. So how do you create that? And they really give phenomenal ideas of how you can incorporate this within your
1: daily life, just creating those moments. Awesome. I'm going to definitely check that book out because I have not been able to. Well, thank you guys for listening and being here with us. And as always, be good to yourself. as alaikum.